The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Sunday Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Thank you very much for joining me. Ladies and gentlemen, streaming on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy Ryback22. Greatly, greatly appreciated. We do some very, very nice numbers on TikTok getting anywhere. 30, 40, 50,000 viewers uh, at a time uh, throughout the show. And uh, very, very cool. And uh, I think on Instagram we'll get a few thousand live, maybe a, maybe a few more than that. And then a couple thousand usually throughout the week. And uh, obviously over YouTube uh, and then all podcast platforms. So we're hitting out between 50, 75,000 people throughout each episode, throughout all the platforms. And it's greatly appreciated for your love and support. And guys, as always, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, premium supplements for men and women, sweet stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors, vegan friendly, available on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% by listening or watching this show. You don't even have to listen or watch this show. You can just save 20%. Discount code Ryback Show 20. Ryback Show 20. Feedmemore.com. We've got all kinds of things on there on top. We've got, I think, 12 supplements, 13's coming out with the two sweet uh, insulin optimizer glucose support that I believe was going to be called the blood sugar support formula so that we could market it appropriately. We got Feed Me More Nutrition, Hungry Ankle Socks. We've got the, the comfortable. Feed Me More Nutrition, wrist straps with the little padding on there. We've got gym bags, shaker bottles. Speaking of shaker bottles, guys, you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition black shaker bottle with the Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry logo, which this one doesn't. This was a test sample bottle, but this bottle with the Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry logo, yours free with all orders just selected as your free gift. When you put items in your cart, you'll get a free gift pop-up. Just select yes on that for the shaker. We also give you a discount on the kickout immune system support. We take $10 off if you add that as an uh, add-on to your cart rather than just buying it directly. Even if you buy a bottle of kickout, you could buy an add-on, an extra bottle for $10 off as well on that. A lot of ways to save, you guys. A lot of ways to save. Stock up on the best supplements. We got the, the gym bags. I've got that over here. The Hungry Feed Me More Nutrition gym bag. A lot of stuff on the site, so check that out. All right, what do we got going on? Get into some questions here. I know there were uh, a bunch of NXT releases on the wrestling side of things, uh, which is all part of the game. Uh, I am a fan of the company uh, having a better mix of talent. And, uh, and it, it's uh, not to say I'm not, it has nothing to do with the actual releases of the people, um, but you need larger than life people with mega energy, superstar energy that are capable of bringing in casual, regular people to watch them be physical actors. Um, it's not rocket science. And, uh, and I don't care what anybody says and it's all, and I respect the wrestling part of the game. And I, I take that very seriously. Um, and I'm one of the fucking best. Like I really am. And I could say that confidently, and then like I and I just it's, it's a fact and uh rye fact, but there's a lot that goes into it more than just doing a bunch of moves. So and I have a ton of moves. I have way more moves than people. I would say I I did as many moves as anybody, but I didn't do them all at the same time. So there's that. What's going on? Good to see all of you guys. 
Hello, hello. I did I did pump iron today. Today was a big arm day. Uh, arms, P90X abs, and then uh, and I got to do my conditioning uh, right after this. Actually, I came in, I did softball work, and I did a bunch of push-ups on the Bosu ball as well. And then I did the softball for about an hour um, and ate my post-workout meal and having my last coffee here and uh, needed to record for the day. I wanted to get on since I took yesterday off. Super chats are always greatly appreciated on this platform as, as Instagram has taken away my badges. TikTok allows me to make money on their platform as well, which is fantastic. Instagram um, has deemed me not appropriate um, without, without communicating why, but essentially they've just taken away my ability to uh, monetize the show on there that we were doing and uh, it is what it is. So focus on the platforms that reward us and I'm very grateful for that. Sam B says, was just re-watching re your Tough Enough stuff on SmackDown in 04. Was Big Show cool to you all, cool to you all backstage? Uh, at that point, no. Absolutely not. And, and, and rightfully so. Because we were a group of, of people coming in and they got put in a very, very bad position. Uh, and I look at it when that now and being up there and as a talent, like I wouldn't have done, I would have declined to do anything that those guys all had to go out there and do with us because it was um, it was all Vince just having fun and put at people's expense, theirs and ours. Granted, we were just coming up, so we who were going to say anything. Those guys could have fully said something, but it was it was just an uh, I wasn't a fan of how any of that went down, and then just from the fact that it you're putting trying to do an unscripted thing on a scripted show. Uh, and then putting, like, we were told we can't touch the wrestlers. And then they're told they can't touch us. And then the first thing does is they start whacking people. Just stupid. And not, like, stupid on his part. Just that anybody's even put in that position to begin with. But I ripped my shirt off and got in his face. That was as real as, like, unscripted. I didn't know if he was going to whack me or not. I wasn't afraid. And I, I just wanted, me and him have always gotten along. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Was it hard to tell if he was legit angry with the slams in the ring? Oh, I'm sure he was. I sold my body slam, though, because I was smart enough to note that I was like not to hop right up. Whereas other guys, we hadn't even had training yet, by the way. We hadn't even learned how to take a body slam at that point. Miz was the only one that had wrestling experience on the uh, independence. So just a crazy situation. Why would you want to expose your business, you know? It really it just, uh, I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand it. But it is what it is. Yes, I can do more motivational and positive videos. That's typically what these shows are for. Um, motivation, supplementation, nutrition, diet, just uh, the hungry mindset, um, a little pro wrestling. You know, it depends on what the questions are. See you later, Harriet. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Steve. So, Steve, I, you're looking, the numbers that pop up on here are how many active people are actively watching it at the moment. And those numbers get switched out, obviously, 
people don't stay and watch the whole show. People might watch two minutes. They might watch 30 seconds. They might watch the whole show. What happens is, so that number that you see, and that number will fluctuate from 100 something. Sometimes it goes up to 200. Every once in a blue moon, it'll go to 300 at any given time. Over the course duration of the entire show, though, and you'll see on YouTube, the moment it goes up, that number could be anywhere from one to 3,000 on there, total viewers in that period of time. And then the number just goes up from people that watched the show after it was out. A lot of people don't get notifications, things like that. TikTok right now is 257. That number will fluctuate up and down throughout it. That's live though. But by the time this stream is over, hour after doing it, I got the analytics on it and I'll see TikTok, you know, could be 25, 35, 45, sometimes 50,000 people that, that are watching the show throughout that period. It's a long show, so you're never going to get people that stay for the whole thing. Um, and that's how that works. But when you're monetizing the show and it goes out to all podcast platforms, you just need them to listen to a little bit. It kicks in the ad revenue. So you're never going to get people that listen to the whole thing. But those that do, it's great, that want to listen to the whole show. And, and that's why we try to have a, a diverse amount of topics. Thank you very much. Feed me more nutrition to my life, man. As far as the supplements, man, they're, 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 I try to give you guys the absolute best. I have the lifting glove as well. We have the Feed Me More Nutrition lift workout gloves as well on the website. Those are the gloves I'm going to be wearing. They're, they're super comfortable, actually. Those are going to be my gloves that I wear in the ring um, when I go back. Paul, so Paul Heyman, uh, I realized we were following each other on Twitter and I realized and like, I, I laugh at all this stuff. He actually unfollowed me after the Oswald Cobblepot comment. <laughs> uh, he might, he might not even realize he was following me anymore when he called me a schmuck, but he, uh, he's a fat piece of shit. I don't care. I told him that to his face and he, he is. He really is. The 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 stupid marks are going to sit there and, you know, and I, I'll give him credit for being creative. I'm never going to knock him on that end of things. But, like, he's a piece of shit. And have the guy, so many of the guys kiss his ass because they're, like, just so afraid. You guys, if you guys just understood how, how afraid a lot of your favorites are, I don't think they'd be your favorites. <laughs> What else is going on? Thank you very much, Tipa TV, for coming over. Appreciate you watching. Uh, Buzz, no, good question, uh, Ryback. What do the wrist straps do? Um, I know, probably dumb question. No, buddy. The wrist straps are used to help you be able to, to essentially, for your grip, when you, and you take it, the wrist strap, you just slide it on through. Put it on your wrist like that for the people watching that you get it nice and tight. And I always go with an under, I go under with it. That's the most comfortable for me. And then like for deadlifts, things where you're lifting a heavier amount of weight, you wrap the, the strap around the bar and tighten up your grip and it helps you pull more weight where your grip may give out. I like to use them uh, and I lift with, I lift without them a lot 
actually for my grip. And I do a lot of grip work as well, but they're specifically for deadlifts, which is primarily what I use them on every once in a while too, for shrugs when I'm really going heavier on shrugs. Uh, and I'll do a lot of sets without them leading up before I start using them. So I get really good grip work in is it's for deadlifts. The reason why I think straps are so key, and again, it depends if you're in powerlifting and certain meets allow them, some don't. But a lot of times, I would, if you're going to lift heavier on a deadlift, you do an over-under grip, uh, which allows you to pull more weight. Supposedly, allow, it, it, for me, it definitely allows me to pull more weight on that. But with that underhand grip, it can actually strain your bicep more on that. And so I think it's just smarter and safer to do with a double overhand grip uh, and use the straps when you get to the heavier weight. Now, again, you know, for pro wrestlers, yeah, I think it, it, it's just silly not to use these on that for the heavier stuff um, when you have those tools available to you. Now, if you're in a powerlifting meet, you got to be able to pull a certain amount of weight and you, you can't use the wrist straps are not allowed. Then obviously your training needs to be focused without those the majority of the time if not all the time so but that's what they're for and uh they come in handy they really can allow you to to push the weight on the muscle like when you're doing traps the goal on traps is not my forearms i do specific form work and it's great the secondary you know muscle getting getting grip work on it but i'm trying to do maximum stimulation for my traps and in, there comes a point where if I can't use those, you might only be able to do five or six reps. Whereas if you have the straps on, you could do like 12 to 15 and then go even heavier. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the point of the straps are. Thank you very, Matt. Very, Matt. Very much, Matt Helms, for the $10 super, super, super chat. That's my super fly, Jimmy. I always loved the beginning of uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker's su 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 Superfly. Uh, no, the supplement company was all stuff that I had started, uh, had stuff in all the formulas ready and was starting to look into it. Um, and then when I left is when it really went full gear, but I, I was anticipating it had I not walked out um, of doing it all while there, but then I would have come across, obviously the, the, there was just so many things going on with all of that. Cause they, they would have the trademarks and like, it was, it was not like, I just left. I wasn't dealing with it. And I didn't, and I, and I knew how hurt I was. I just didn't know specifically what was wrong. But like I, I wasn't trying. I, they knew I wasn't talking to them when I left. I made my decision and I left, and there was no like we're working this out. That all that stuff was going on while I was there. Me leaving was the old no. We're done. When they asked me, "Do you want to speak to Vince again?" I said, "I never want to fucking talk to him again." I left. I made that decision like a man, and it's the best decision I've ever made. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I saw uh, her tweet on that, that Chelsea Green is having legal, a legal battle with WWE over her real name. Can they do that? I know you're having battles with the with them. Yeah, so it, it's, it's super unfortunate. Uh, obviously, in, in my name, 
when I was born was Ryan Reeves, but and then I, I legally changed my name to Ryback and had been wanting to do that before I was even there, uh, which we have to have had to disclose all that with the trademark battle that we're dealing with that I'm going to win at the ultimately at the end of all this. Um, and then the contract. So I know they have things with your legal name as well, and they could have changed the verbiage and language even further um, after I was gone, which no doubt they're always updating those things. And uh, it, it, there's um, they can't, they can't theoretically do that. So what they might try to prevent, and this is like me, I'm taking my name from them to just take everything away and, and clean sweep them. They've lost, they've not, they've won nothing. That's why they've suppressed my social. That's the only thing they have control over. The moment I'm back though, a lot of this is all going to be resolved on that. And, and I'll be very vocal on, on further things at that point. Uh, what I imagine, and I don't know, I have any insight into what's going on is they want to prevent her from being able to, um, to use that name in another company for merchandising and things of that nature. So that's like my name. They can't stop me from wrestling as the big guy Ryback. It's my legal name. But if the trademark was awarded to them, what it would stop is me being able to put Ryback on a t-shirt or merchandise. But the R logo has always been my thing. So it's actually not going to stop anything. It has nothing to do with me going back to pro wrestling. I chose to do this to take a stand against them as I have, because what they are doing is wrong and it's going to open up a lot of eyes on what they've done on things. It's cost me a lot of money, but it, it's, I don't like bad people. I don't like them and I will fight for what's right as far as with that kind of thing. And for her, it may be just a situation where like you just, she just wrestles as Chelsea green and just come up with creative things for merchandising. If she doesn't want to go into the legal battle. But again, my, my advice would be to fight them, uh, get a trademark attorney and fight them through the USPTO office. And that literally stifles them on how much, if you take them to court, that's where Vince will run you bleed you dry with, with everything without the, they could, there's so many ways for them to, just make you keep spending money through the USPTO. You're protected. Like I knew pretty much how much I was going to have to spend maximum if they tried to exhaust every Avenue through the USPTO on that. And so you, you kind of, it's a much safer, smarter bet. And it's the, it's the way you beat them because they, it's then you're going through the USPTO and what they happened with them in my particular situation is they've been caught lying now multiple times and they look really silly and all of it. So they're losing and they're going to lose. And that's why the things have, have transpired even further, social media and a lot of the BS going on. But it's it just all depends on what her goals are. And um, it's your legal name. And that there's just no, you can't stop anybody from being the, the, their legal name, entertainment or not. But what I added, like I said, I imagine they want that trademark um, and it's just being petty. And then she can't put Chelsea Green on a on a T-shirt or anything like that. But you could, like I said, there's so many creative ways to do your thing and monetize yourself and and be who, your brand still your real name, which I would I would recommend for her to do. I would just put CG on a shirt. I would use the initials, it, it, and you come up with creative designs. Um, you know what I mean? There's all kinds of ways. All kinds of ways you could do that.
Good to see all of you. I appreciate you guys tuning in on Ryback TV. Yes, I've talked about this. Sam B. asked, good question, Sam. Getting into the, tonight's another heavy wrestling night. Do you recall that time both Eric Rowan and yourself came out for a tag team match in 2015? I already know exactly what you're talking about. I've talked about it. Uh, but to his theme, strange, as it's a theme that elicits no reaction, especially compared to yours. Yes, I was very angry over that. And I love Eric, and I, but I told him repeatedly his song was the shits. And the, that we had to go out. I've never got a quieter reaction. That, that's how I knew that like he was doomed even further That like with that music. I told him from the beginning, I go, man, you got to go get on them to get new theme music. <clears throat> it was just, it didn't, there was, it, it actually, it not only did it not elicit a reaction, it sucked the life out of the arena. Because it was like some NWO Tajiri song, like to me, that always reminded me of some Tajiri theme that like just was not even as cool as the Tajiri theme, and it didn't fit for Eric Rowan at all, like just not at all. Yeah, it was it was it was the hardest entrance I've ever had to make. I would rather go out to no music. At least I could get fired up and play music in my head, and like that might help some people get into it a little. You can't, you just can't fight that battle with that song. It, 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 to me, the worst theme song in the history of the business is that song. There's just no, it, no, it, it like just the energy, like just sucked out of the arena, just gone, dead. Can't stress that enough. The absolute shits. Uh, yeah, please go listen to Eric Rowan's song. The you'll you'll know it when you hear it, and then just try doing something physical where you need adrenaline. Go try to lift weights to that song. Try to just do anything where you you feel excited about life. And if man, if you get excited over that song, more power to you. I just know, and I know based off I used I did wrestle him on live events, and when I was baby face and he was heel. And he was coming out to that song. And I just remember like being in there just like, man, this is the worst song of all time. It's not, that's not Rowan's fault. This is not nothing against Eric. I love Eric. Just the song was horrible. Uh. I don't know. I don't. I never knew. I never had heard of John Meadows. I saw somebody posted something on him. I'm, I'm not familiar with him, though. What else we got going on? How was it getting put through the ambulance? Uh, I actually banged my arm going down uh, against part of it that wasn't. There was the portion that broke as we went through it. If you go back and watch it, I think it's my right elbow. You'll see my right elbow closest to the camera shot bang against it going down. My elbow was blown up for weeks after that. Which I think if you even go, my elbow might have been, might even been for months. Oh, I kept, I, I might even have had to have got it drained a couple times. It was pretty bad. I remember because 
there was a bully this the this bully segment where and this was after all of that like a ways that was months after the bullying stuff if i'm not mistaken and the bully stuff there was that shower scene my right elbow is still you could tell if you go back and watch that bully scene in the shower scene like fill it up <laughs> my elbow is all jacked up and you could tell my elbow looks like kind of pointy my arms look fantastic. I was huge during that. Like I was really physique wise. That was I was really really dialed in. Um, this was pretty much my whole career. But I that backstage I was pretty had a good pump for that for sure. But my elbow, I was like, oh, that elbow looks horrible. Seeing what else we got here. Uh, someone says The Rock is here. It's good. Thank you, Rock. Appreciate The Rock coming in. Yeah, Bob, big fan of Arnold. I like Arnold. I have a lot of his stuff around. Uh, just Arnold, I just think he's somebody that's uh, he sets goals. And that's where I kind of got the whole Terminator missions set. your lock in a mission and, and achieve it or go for it and just enjoy the process and the journey. Um, but I think he's just somebody that, you know, he's an extremely successful guy. I think he's a very intelligent guy. Um, and I've just always uh, admired his work ethic. Uh, super chat, not popping up. Does a reverse, Sonny, good to see you, but reverse knife edge actually hurt? What is a reverse knife edge? You'd have to explain that one a little further. I don't know if you're talking about a wrestling move and that's something I don't know, or if you're talking about an actual knife edge. I don't know. Now, picking up Big Show was pretty easy, actually. He was not the, he, he, he goes up really, really well. Big Show is an absolutely fantastic like, wrestler and athlete. I don't have a bad thing to ever say about Big Show. I wish I could have wrestled Big Show in his prime. And I, and when I wrestled him, and he was he was more than extremely talented. But I'm talking wear and tear. It's just that's part of the game. I wish I, I, I could have wrestled prime Big Show. Even though he always went out of his way to help help get me over and uh, and when I was asked to, to do the favors to him, it was never a problem. He's the only person to ever kick out a shell shock. And I think uh, if it would have been anybody else, I would have, I would have declined it. I think with him, and uh, he was always really good to me, and he was being built up for a big, big program with Randy Orton, which at the time I, we think we, I think we both thought he was possibly going to get another run with the title. Uh, and I thought it would be, I go, you know what? I absolutely. And, uh, but that didn't, it ended up, he was just used to, to put Orton over again. And I said, yeah, I don't think we really needed to do that then for that match, but it's okay. Appreciate all of you guys stopping by. Uh, 
there's never a pointless episode of Raw. And, you know, it was the only one ever. Um, and it did get a good reaction when he did kick out. But, yeah, it was, again, looking back, I, I, I always was one to, if there was something to at least have a conversation about. And if anyone was going to kick out of it, I was, it, it would rather have be literally a giant. Tenzai was actually really easy to pick up. Um, and we, we'd done it multiple times. We did, did it actually before we did that raw where I couldn't get him up. And that was my fault. And I've talked about that, um, which there's only been a few times in my career where anything remotely went wrong. But it actually, and I look at it too, like nothing ever really goes wrong. It's pro wrestling. You can never, you can never actually really do anything wrong. And we called an audible and beat him with the meat hook, which I beat plenty of guys with the meat hook. That was another finisher. So there was really nothing outside of that, outside of, you know, but I, I said my intention was to pick him up. I didn't hook him low enough on that. And, uh, and the, it is what it is. And I was sick and I was, I could make up a million excuses with it. At the end of the day, I just didn't get him up on that. But we did it again the week after. And I think we did it the following week after that. And I did it the week prior, the SmackDown before that Raw, we got him up. So I was like, I was picking a lot of weight up every week on things and running hard five days a week. So like it was inevitable. And every time they would tell me that like, you need to do another double stack, you need to do another double stack. I always question deep down. I go, do they want me to like have possibly mess up again? Which is why I would walk through it with the guys and make sure they understood how important it was, the timing of it. And to this day, I always, those extras, the local talents, we never, never had one of them go bad. And they all, and those guys, you know, were amazing and all of that stuff and really, really helping you get, get some momentum behind everything. Kali, though, can't really jump either with his legs, with his knees. So Kali, though, is his weight is, is I don't, I don't know. He wasn't, Kali, though, the definitely, I wouldn't say is like super easy because it the, the move isn't just like a squat. It's like a, a picking up a barbell from the side, but with a body weight. And like you're doing like you got to have a really strong torso for that as well. And back a good morning, squat a good morning and like a side lift. It's pretty screwed up. <laughs> but I like doing it because I feel like it, it, it shows how strong you really are. Yeah, to this day, I still don't understand the Paul Heyman stuff we did. I honestly never understood any of it. And I just think I always just remember not caring either. Like at that point, I was already after everything got sabotaged, I literally. And I say not caring in the sense of like, I wasn't going to sit there and try to make sense of something that didn't make sense. It's just entertainment and physical acting. And I always went all out and did it and like just played the whatever the cool. That's what we're doing. Cool. Uh, hey, Richie, thank you very much. You said you saw my $3,500 McDonald's video and LMFAO. Ever consider going head-to-head -head with someone on an eating challenge? No. Those things, and those things were occasional at the time and doing the cheat meals, and that was one, that was probably my most, one of my most excessive cheat meals 
for Ryback TV before I that was the, actually one of the things that led me before going vegan. Um, cause I remember how bad I felt after that. And I go, this is, this isn't, this isn't going to be a long-term thing in doing that. And that's why I'm happy now to do stew regular vegan meals. And they're not even crazy. I don't do crazy amounts and, uh, it's just not worth it. It's not worth ruining your day from the health standpoint of eating a massive amount of food for views. Just not, not worth it. EGZ, thank you for the super chat. Yo, Rye. Hope health is going well. Yes, it is. Thoughts on Punk joining AEW? I'm assuming you thought of going too. So any conflict if you do between y'all? I don't, I would never want anybody not to sign anywhere. And I don't think anything, no. Uh, I've talked about my stuff. I haven't, again, my goal is getting my shoulder to the remaining, to the 100%, which it's getting closer and closer. And... I find it odd how certain things get out on certain talents on them possibly signing with a promotion. I've had conversations with different things and I don't leak my conversations out. And I just think it's odd how some of that, in, in fact, I told it before, you know, actually, if you click type in Ryback, one of the, the top things that will come up oddly enough on a Google search is how AEW is not signing Ryback. We've had, like, it's just, you know, and that was put out by that guy that that puts out nothing but lies about me. And that is another issue that's something that will be resolved. It will be resolved. And he will issue a public apology. I promise you. I promise you it will happen uh, as far as the Meltzer dude. But it is um, it is what it is. And I, I'm happy. I The punk stuff. I don't, I don't get like I'm a grown man. I've dealt with him many times. So it doesn't have any any bearing on my business. In my ability to do business. WMTFF, thank you very much. Brazil. <sighs> Sam B asked, uh, did the COVID situation delay your shoulder healing too much? Or was it a case of being a blessing in disguise for you? If your shoulder required more rest, the better. Yeah. Um, so it, the, the, the stem cells greatly, greatly help uh, in all of this. But the, the issue with my shoulder is the massive amount of scar tissue that, that has taken place over many years uh, and locked my shoulder. I, I'm talking everywhere. The, this is that I put these videos up for you guys to get an understanding. It's not just one area. And like right now I'm working on my scapula on the bottom left portion of my scapula. It's still stuck to scar tissue that I just worked on and broke up for an hour. And there's still so much of it in there that what's going to happen once that all breaks up, that scapula will be free to, to glide where it's getting held up right now, which is making my shoulder move in a way it's not supposed to move. That was going on everywhere by the way, before. So now we're just down, we're down to three points left. I have three points on my shoulder between my one part of my scapula, my rear deltoid, and on the front, uh, bicep tendon pec, which that was the video. We got a lot of it yesterday. And we're now like all the tissues breaking up in these three areas. It's just a matter of getting it fully broken up. And I think we're good. I don't think there's, I think we're just, it's like, it's it's crazy It's at this point. Before there were, there were probably 
I don't know how many points. I mean, there was, there was, I, I've, I've had to do every square inch of my, of, from the back of my trap, my rhomboid, all around the scapula, the back of the shoulder, the side, the deltoid, the, the rear deltoid, the, the front deltoid, the pec, the bicep, the tricep. So like all these things have taken just repeated effort every single day to get that tissue to finally break. Um, I don't, I ended up getting two more procedures in the States during COVID, which aren't as strong as the bioaccelerator. Um, but I also learned more techniques as that time went along with the softball. <clears throat> so I don't really know. I, I don't, I don't look at it as a bad thing with any of this. Cause I was doing a lot of softball work all during that time, you know, with it. So I, I don't look at it as a bad thing. And that's where I, I, I met the massage therapist, Masana that I posted. And we had the whole year of, of, of work like that, you know, and I think it was a good thing, quite, quite, quite frankly, because I don't think it was going to, if I would have got those stem cells in 2020, um, I don't think it would have sped this up any, any more necessarily, because I'd already gotten a bunch of them, right? So the softball is the biggest thing. My back, though, no doubt that second treatment on the back, my back's 100%. Like there's no, my back is strong. I could sit up, my, I, even doing abs are so easy for me now. I kind of just laugh. I go, man, I dodged a bullet with all this. EGZ, thank you, another super chat. So I always found it very odd that a scripted wrestler being called a world champion. When you think of a world title, you think unscripted, you know? Yeah, it's just actors, physical actors playing roles on that. And there's a lot of, of responsibility and things that could come with playing certain roles. Uh, and that to me is pro wrestling is what has happened and uh, a reason for the decline in ratings more. So I believe is miscasting wrestlers and roles that they're not meant for. And wrestling is always at its peak and its best when the guys are cast in the exact right role. Um, and that is, and I think that's what needs to happen more often than not. Um, but all championships, and this isn't an insult, this is all in all sports. This is just business marketing and, and, and basic, having a basic understanding of that. All those things are props. The UFC championships are props. The Super Bowl trophy is a prop. The Stanley Cup is a prop. Is a prop. All these things, but they have meaning and significance behind them in history. And that doesn't mean they're still not props. They're props for that organization to market their players or their teams to have something to strive for, for the business to profit off of and make money. Does that make sense? And so that's the same thing in pro wrestling. And that's just what it is. And there's nobody could argue that. And it's what it's always been. And that in any sport in, in, in pro wrestling is the same. It's just a matter with pro wrestling it's you're relying on the promoter to cast the right guy in the right role that is absolutely going to be the best for everyone. And that's, and that's kind of something that, that I think could be improved on. What else do we have going on? 
Uh, thank you, Bus. What was the backstage reaction um, when you mocked Punk's entrance at Payback 2016? I that was already nobody. People popped for it. They got it got absolutely great heat, and it helped. If you go back and watch that match uh, when we do the finish, I would say Kalisto's uh, Kalisto that reaction for Kalisto winning with no buildup, by the way, because my contract stuff was going on. So they pulled us off of TV outside of one little deal and then put it on the pre-show again. And I, I dare you to go back and watch. I think we had as much of a reaction in that match and throughout the match um, than anything on the show that later on. So, and that happened regularly, regularly, especially live events. All right. What else we got going on guys? Sai, I would have a little bit of respect um, for people. You're blocked, bud. No time for that. EGZ, another super chat. You're easy, EGZ. Like when Cole says 10-time world champion, like it was a pre-planned thing, you know. With UFC, it's a TV one-on-one versus fight for who's better. It, I don't know. It's just weird. No, it's not because they're, they're presenting the show uh, is, is it's pro wrestling. And everything, and it, it's people are out there physically acting, and it's the toughest job in the world at that. But it is you, you got to understand you are presenting the show in the moment of, and it is real. That's so. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm just saying, that's nothing wrong with that at all. In my opinion. Good to see all of you guys. We'll do one more uh, wrestling question. Um, So Sam asked, do you recall if it was ever planned for you to be the one to end Rusev's undefeated streak instead of Cena in 2015? Rewatching your secret promo, it really felt you were being built up for it. Um, That, again, odd times. So that that feud uh, that looked like we were going to go into, and we had some good stuff where I came out with Rowdy Roddy Piper, I think with the boat, the Christmas gift, the crowd, there were multiple things. We had face-offs where the crowd was very, very into it. Um, and I don't know what happened. I, so that could that could have been good or bad. So one, that could have been a case of, yes, maybe that that was someone they wanted to, to pull the trigger with at that point with him. And somebody else got it nixed. And that whole program got thrown out at the time and it was just just we stopped doing it and i just remember thinking like something happened and uh but i'd already been through so much i didn't even care again and i say that like just do whatever i'm not i'm not getting like lose sleep over anything um and then we did like a thing later on where it had like no over lana which was all odd it was and it was very odd um but the program got pulled and then like later on after he you know did the deal with cena which Cena, again, that wasn't the I, – I, I think a lot of the guys and people didn't agree with that. You could have used that to make a new – a guy with somebody else. John didn't need that win over him. Um, but 
they where me and Rusev had a lot of like we had different matches where I'd go over on him and he'd go over on me. Like it was and we'd wrestled quite a bit. So then we'd do things like I beat him on live events and then he beat me on the pay-per-view. <clears throat> that happened with Wyatt too. We did that like where Wyatt was getting beat every every live event by me, and then on the pay-per-view he wins. And that's just something like, you know, just do that's whatever they want for TV. And it's odd, right, that you're gonna do that, like how some of that plays out, but um it is like there's just no rhyme or reason. And I none of that ever bothers me really. That's why it's like it's all getting a, a great contract and, and as a physical actor, trying to get the role kind of narrowed down and then and just making sure you get a guaranteed amount of money for whatever role you play. And then it's just all physical acting at the end of the day. There's really nothing to like, it, it not, it's not worth taking serious because it's not, you know what I'm saying? So, and I think that's just my, my, my approach is the healthiest approach to living a, an amazing life and kicking ass and excelling at your job, but not letting it like dictate who you are as a person because it's ridiculous. Even if you are the world champion, you're not the world champion. And even if you lose every single night, you're not a loser. Right? But so many people get caught up in how they are portrayed on TV in their real lives. And I think it's the silliest thing in the world. I really do. I don't know who that is, buddy, but I'm blocking you because you keep kind of spamming it on that. I have no idea who the hell that guy is, but he's gone. Don't worry. We have the sh uh, same show set up. I just record off of uh, StreamYard so I can stream on multiple um, platforms. Jake Truman, good to see you, buddy. Thank you very much as always. Luke Holiday, uh, no, that is not the case. A lot of people get blocked here. We're not worried about blocking. Advice on getting big because I've tried and don't see results. You got to consume more calories than you burn every single day. It's honestly that easy. So basal metabolic rate calculator online, find out how many calories you need per day based off of, of training and activity level, and then eat, you know, anywhere from 250, 300, 400 calories more than that a day. And if that's not enough, then you got to up it even more and you got to track your calories and it takes work and effort. And I, you got to lift, you got to lift, you got to really push yourself. And I would advise if you're in your, your weight training, the four to six rep range is a very good rep range to build strength and muscle size. Advice on no purpose, men. I don't know what that means. If you feel like you don't have a purpose, just treat human beings good. Uh, help work for other people to help build their dreams. Um, and then just do the things that you enjoy that make you happy. Uh, but don't harm people and be nice to, to people as much as possible. It's okay if you don't have a purpose. Who cares? At the end of the day, just don't be a piece of shit and like talk shit to other people and like just be happy and, and, and try to motivate others and support others. It's completely fine not to have a purpose. 
I'm not going to be one of those guys that lies in like everyone. You got to find your complete purpose to life. Like as long as you're happy and just be a good person and not hurting anyone to your life, man, live it to the best of your ability. No, Luke. I don't have, we just answered that a little bit ago, man. I, I'm not even, I think it's just silly that anyone, you, you think I'm going to put my, what I'm doing in my life and because of what other, like, come on, man. Like keep the $2. Like, come on. Stupid question. I don't have the workout gloves. They're on the website. I got them out in my gym. Actually. I don't have them in the podcast studio right now. <clears throat> yeah, good question, Sam. I'm a big fan of good questions. Do you believe in avoiding news due to the, due to the negativity or instead teaching oneself to not react negatively to negative news and not letting it bother you? Unfortunately, I think just putting yourself around negative stuff constantly, it by default, it's going to affect your life one way or the other and where you're just putting yourself around that energy. Now, it's always obviously up to us to try to control our reactions with things. But, you know, you want to control your environment as much as possible. So, you know, it depends on what your triggers are for what, what upsets you. You know, if you have the news on and you can flat out tell that it's just lies and you know that what they're presenting is not the full honest truth, then, you know, that's going to upset you. That, that people are taking part in that and that you're watching that and that's getting pushed out to the masses that just don't have the intelligence to differentiate between that kind of stuff. And that's what they take advantage of. So you're best then, if that's the case, just not watching it with that. But it's, again, you know, why subject yourself to something when you could use that time for, for more constructive things? You know, why are you going to watch an hour of negative things that have no real bearing on your life, especially if you're not going to even, you know what I mean? When you could be using that time to learn, to do other things, to motivate other people, you better, better ways to spend your time, I believe. Yeah. Bad in equals bad out. Good in equals good out. And it's just a matter of, Yeah. You think if you just, if you are around and you, you watch an episode of the news and they talk about, you know, the news always has an option on what they want to present to us. They could talk about all the good going on in the world and easily they don't, they, they don't, they could, they, they could run a 24 hour newscast and not have enough time to talk about all the good in the world. They choose to do the bad because that is what people tune into because there's so many people actually operating on a low vibrating frequency that have a very negative mindset and they watch that stuff. And even though it makes them more depressed and in a negative mood in a weird, odd way, people, when their lives are bad, like to see that stuff because it makes them feel more justified that their lives are bad. And they, it's, it's a horrible, vicious cycle on that. But you know, they, they talk about death, watch how much death they cover on the news. Just, Oh, a shooting here, uh, Fire there, this person killed here, COVID, 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 all that, you know what I'm saying? And every once in a blue moon, they'll squeak in a nice little story of something. Oh, a rabbit was saved under a creek today by a little fifth grader, blah, blah, blah. 
great. You could put a whole show of that though, if you want. But unfortunately, the news is a profit profitable business, which it shouldn't be. It, it, and it's all tied into money and advertising. And it's just all, it's a garbage game. And we're really, this is all stuff we are seeing the results of this. Uh, and this is all stuff in the 1900s on where this really, really, really got to the level that it is. Yeah, what would I think about doing motivational speaking seminars? I do think that is stuff I will be doing um, once I'm, I'm back with all of this stuff and, uh, and back wrestling um, and, and the world is, is fully opened up. And I do think that uh, I, I think that is going to be, be doing a lot of that, actually. Uh, something I've learned is it's really important not to share your goals with other people. Uh, I'm a big believer in that there's a lot of very bad people on the world, in the planet, and there are people that will purposely go out of their way to try to sabotage your goals by making them known. That's why privacy is a very good thing on certain things. And nobody, and I'm a big, big believer in this now, nobody needs to know your goals. And I highly recommend not sharing your goals with people. Know what you want, write them down, and just do them. And then you can talk about them after you do them. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it. Not worth it. And I always find it odd when people ask like, hey, what are your goals and plans for this period of time? It's none of your business. And I say that, you know, and, and not being in a mean way, but it's none of your business. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, I just agree with all of it. Like just getting away from that outside of talking about it. And like, I think it just comes off. Um, and I and initially went back to doing that show um, because I thought it would be good overall just for business and staying kind of uh, talking about wrestling. But I don't like the fight. I just got away from it. And then there were some things that they had put out on their end that that were lies that I was not happy with. Um, like they started that, that when I found out and I didn't even realize it at first, they were the ones that put out the, the whole Zeke suing stuff. And I was like, no man, like, and that I just it was good. And that wasn't the reason that I got away from it at the time. <clears throat> when I look back, I go, it's just a good thing. Not doing it, <clears throat> not being affiliated with any of those <clears throat> people. <clears throat> yeah, the, uh, the goal, obviously, with Feed Me More Nutrition is eventually to be in retail stores. Right now, we're really, um, you know, you don't need to be either. And I think, and I don't even think that, I want that just from a distribution standpoint and being available for more people that maybe if online, and one, it'll be more revenue also over long term. But uh, Amazon and, and online are the two most important things. Feedmemore.com and Amazon. And we're really, really right now, working on, on the, the new seller that we got with Amazon, they're going to be taking over the entire line on there. They're redoing the product pages on specific products right now. Uh, and we're getting everything third-party tested one at a time. And then getting everything, because Amazon has some new rules and regulations on there. 
and uh, and the goal is going to be to really really take off. They're they're investing a lot on that end on Amazon with that. So I think that um, right now that's just my priority. While I, I do everything to get my health to go back to wrestling. No, I've never been bullied. I actually be I got in quite a bit of fights when I was younger uh, against people that were bullies. I would get in fights for other kids if if people were getting bullied, actually. And never lost, never lost one fight. Somebody will get mad at that, right? But it's it's a fact. <clears throat> uh, I love the Usos. Great guys. Yeah, uh, would he ever run for president, Ryback? You know, it's something that really bothers me, and and I, I was I think about this all the time, and especially like with the governors and everything in the states, um, and they do their press conferences. There's just a way to talk to people that that can motivate people, and whether you're pro vaccine or not, I'm pro people doing what they believe they have to do to stay healthy. But when you're only giving one piece of information, which has no long term studies. On, and for people that are strong and healthy and you're not but you're not promoting nutrition and immune system boosters that are proven to, to to work when you're only giving a certain like and then you're now and you're giving requirements to me that just shows such a red flag uh, and it's crazy all the way from the top down these people their inability to motivate people is really really glaring to me. And it, like it, it, it's they're horrible. Biden's the absolute shit speaking. The guy's fucking fried. I don't care what anyone says, and I'm not political, and I don't know nothing like. But the guy cannot speak, and it, it's just odd. Everything going on, in my opinion. Hello, hello. Uh, Wyatt uh, works out really, really hard, Sam. Wyatt trains very, very hard. Try Wyatt was is, was a football player um, and an athlete all his life. Sophie, uh, her back is doing very well. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm still waiting uh, for the uh, app uh, to get everything uh, set up. They, they last one I talked to was three or four weeks ago. So, yeah, that's the nothing's changed on that. I'm waiting for them to get everything set up to where I could stream from the laptop, not from the phone because I need everything to be synced up with my programming that I have. I will, uh, maybe I'll shoot them another message tomorrow just to, to touch base again. I love Sophie. Sophie's my little babes. Her and little guy. Pure happiness. 
What else we got? We got anything on TikTok going on? Take a question from TikTok. Ask the good questions, guys. What do we got going on on TikTok? Well, somebody you can't go like guys do not request to go live. You block the questions and then nobody gets to ask a question. Do another video of yourself eating chips. Yeah, I think we will do a we will do another uh ruffles, maybe a baked ruffles uh chip at some point. See if I uh, they you know what they say though, the see it's very hard to have a sequel. You know, I'll do the original, but we'll have to see if we can uh, to do that on the Ruffles video. Uh, what do I do when negativity hits me? If anyone tries to push negativity on, on me, I just block them. And I just keep living my life. I know who and what I am and what I'm doing. And I, re- I know the people that ever try to hate me or do anything, they don't know me. They don't. They have no interaction with me. And I don't respect their opinion to let it bother me. If that makes sense. And I take away, even for good, I know who and what I am and what I'm doing. So I don't need to get into arguments or do, I just block. And I go, especially if people, there's a way to word things that if you even want to try to make a point that if I feel you're being disrespectful in a way and you don't, I know you wouldn't be in person, then I just, I don't deal with it. I just block it. And I keep going. I always, my thing is I go, don't allow people to ruin your day. Don't allow them to take time out of your day dwelling over something they think. Who cares? Uh, I'm still waiting. I'm anticipating them hopefully getting back to me this week on the SummerSlam signing deal here. I'm hoping we can get this all set up. We'll just have to wait and see. There will come a point where I'll have guests back on the show recording and do a guest here and there as a special interview on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope all the promotions, I hope all TV promotions have a, have a great drug testing program in place. There's just no reason for it not to. Seeing what else? No, yeah, I'm I'm a definitely if I drink it's red wine, and I limit that now. Like it's been down to like once every seven or eight days, I'll do like a bottle or a bottle and a half of red wine, and that's it. And that's I do that before I go into my twenty four hour fast. Uh, no more hard liquor or anything like that. I think I just think that stuff, it's just not good. It's too easy to overdrink it. Whereas with red wine. With red wine, it's that's, and I drink it with a lot of water, it, and it's just it, it's just been shown to be healthier for you. Obviously, doing a bottle or a bottle and a half is drinking more than than the recommended amount for health purposes. But over that span of for once every seven eight days, it's not. And uh, like I followed up with a twenty four hour fast, and it's a good little mental relief. Doesn't get me drunk, but relaxing. So, but I stay away from the hard liquor. No, not to say that I'll never would do it again at some point. It's just not a regular thing. I don't keep any in the house. Christopher Yao, thank you very much. Hope all is well with you, big guy. Much love, brother. Hashtag hungry feed me more. 
Thank you. Thank you, buddy. What are my thoughts on minimum wage workers? Yeah, no, that's something I think is a very important thing. We, we've created a system through capitalism, which I'm a fan of capitalism for good, not capitalism for bad. But I think it depends too, you know, when you're dealing with a business and you got, there's just different levels to all of this. It's really hard to make something across the board when you're dealing with, with certain businesses, you know, I always hear good things about the Costco owners and the people at Costco make more. It's a better work environment and it's a better run company. Um, and then, you know, you, you hear other things and you got like things about Amazon and you hear a lot of complaints from people there. And those people do work. I know people that worked in the factory, work in the factory there. And I've, I've talked, I've had Uber drivers at times and they, they work in Amazon as well. And it's, they're never very complimentary about it. They're not. Um, in, in the pay and in the, the just the way the structure. And I look at things like that and I go, why wouldn't you pay the people that are helping you make so much money and create a better work environment? And I'm always fascinated behind the psychology of that because if you paid them good enough, they want to stay there longer. They would be more motivated and I don't know. And then you obviously, if you're dealing with smaller companies, it's tough to like say you got to pay people $20 an hour. You know what I'm saying? coming up with a higher number. But I think that's why it's important as a human being, no matter what you do, is the, every job is important for a different person at a different point in their life is going in and doing that. And if, if it's not, if it's something that's not sustainable for you financially, then to try to improve your skills in another area and to go on to make more or work for another company that pays a better amount or, you know, go into a job serving, go to a nicer restaurant serving where you're going to make more money in tips. There's always, always a way, always a way. Sonny, your thoughts on climate change and global warming? Uh, is it too late or too slow to stop the trend, big guy? No, it's something I think I've become much more aware of, especially being vegan. It'll be a year on Tuesday, this Tuesday that I've been vegan. And I think there's a lot of important issues we have to look at. Sorry, TikTok, the battery. Uh, and I don't, you'd have to talk to the experts on, is it too late? And I've seen different things that I think we, we're getting into a very dangerous area in certain things and other things we still have a little bit of time. Um, but my thing is... The sooner we get away from the things that are damaging our planet, the better. And we're it's it's never a good idea not to do it to say we're going to do it later. Um, and we need to at least start implementing changes, even if it's gradual, uh, to to start reducing some things. And you know, capitalism for bad is again is why many of our problems exist um, from the top level. So. I don't know if it's too late or not too late. I think we've been we've 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 been great at being able to adjust throughout the years and throughout history, but there's a lot of crazy things going on right now and I don't know. But I mean, it, obviously, no matter what the experts say and, and you know, uh as far as time periods of all that I mean, it's inevitable that if we're doing things that are damaging the planet, 
that the sooner we get away from those, the better. And whether it's too late or not, we're better off trying than saying, oh, well, screw it. We'll just let all, you know, whatever's going to happen, happen. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm probably, you know, just I just think that's why individually it's up to us to, to try to make as many positive changes individually that we can and, and continue to learn and, and be aware of our individual choices and things we can make. That's why I'm, I, I can't wait to get rid of my gas vehicles and go electric. And I think every little bit helps. If you're going to have salads, my man, a lot of kale. If you buy beets as well, you can chop up the beet leaves uh, with beets and kale, maybe some cilantro and parsley. And then I would, you know, you could sprinkle hemp hearts and chia seeds. I would do a plant-based vegan ranch or some sort of vegan dressing on that. You can get a, get more than enough protein without even having, or if you want to cook some plant-based meats and put it on top, you're, you're, you got your money on your meal right there. I do that for my performance meal at night. That's low carb. Thank you, Jazz Manny. It's hard to believe you're almost 40 right back. You look like you're just turned 30 because it's probably because I still look like I did when I was 30. <laughs> 19 stem cells in the vegan diet. I've, I'm the modern day Benjamin Button. I continue, I just keep adding. I actually just ordered these new uh, uh, Apple. I found them here in Vegas. They would go by a different name. Somebody uh, told me that. I didn't know the name they went under, but it, I bought a red custard apple tree um, that is anti aging as well that I'm planting at, at Casa de la Big Guy. And I'm doing, I've gotten so many things that I consume for anti aging and I'm getting younger. My goal is to come back in my best shape and be like, oh, my God, he looks younger than when he left. So we'll see. I don't know. Thank you. The uh, I honestly don't even even think about it. I, and I don't celebrate birthdays. I just I live life. I feel better than I did in my 20s now. So and I'm not like not even close to being old. I think my prime years are going to be all throughout my 40s. So I think my 50s are going to be absolutely amazing. Like I'm not and I've seen people and I had experience around you know, even like a guy like, you know, Nick Best, who's a power lifter who puts his body through a ton of damage. He's like, I mean, he looks fantastic and has stayed young and, and he's he's up there. He's older than me. He's in his I think he's 50, if I'm not mistaken, or, or if I'm in late 40s. But he's around there. And it's like I was like, no, nope, you could just I think it's all your mindset and how you live your life and the things you do. That's another reason I stay away from hard liquor. Is everybody I know that drinks hard liquor, they just seem to age and break down a little quicker. All right, guys, with that, with that, we're going to wrap up tonight's podcast, tonight's show. I greatly appreciate all of you for listening. Check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. Save 20%. Discount code RYBACKSHOW20, though it's always greatly appreciated for your love and support. We're going to end, too. We got one more super chat by Vulcan. You are funny. I love your work. Feed me more. Thank you very much, Volcan. Kion, the Digi Elite. Very long name. All right, guys. Have a great evening. Thank you once again, and stay hungry. Feed me more.